This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Paul Hamilton. Oh, Cervatic and Hamilton going to each other and so whiskey. Oh. <laughs> we have to fight. With Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Nachek was just totaled by an Iowa State player against the was, board. I think it was by Hamilton. On WGR. Really a pretty unnecessary hit by Hamilton. Hamilton is still awfully mad. He's being held back. Number 17, Paul Two minutes for charging, five minutes for fighting, and the misconduct. Sports Radio 550. All right, rolling on into the 6 o'clock hour we go. I am the Bulldog, as Mike mentioned at the end of last segment. He had to duck out a little bit early. And that leaves me here to talk to our Paul Hamilton, who's ready to go on the Wester Hotline. Good evening, Paul. How are you? Bulldog, when you had Rob Ray on a couple of weeks ago, did he think that was an unnecessary hit behind the net on the goalie? By you? Yes. No, no. He he loves unnecessary hits on the goalie. <laughs> Uh, so he would never – well, so no, I, I phrased that poorly. He would not consider any hit on the goalie to be unnecessary. I don't okay, think. that's what I wanted to know. I mean, he and I – I mean, we, we almost came to blows one time arguing about it because of my son. I mean, it just, you know, it's very – he's really dug in on it. I am completely misrepresenting Rob. Well, I don't know. Maybe not completely. Uh, no, we never had this conversation, so I don't. I don't yeah, know, Paul. Okay. I don't even. I don't even know if he remembers you playing college hockey. Was he born when you played college hockey? <laughs> Was he born? He could be my father. I mean, come on. So that's, that's like a Howard Simon question for you. I, I apologize for using Howard's material. I, I don't know what's going. On. And you Mike know what's... driving. And Mike driving home listening. Yes, Mike. They probably will start Comrie in goal. <laughs> yes, right. Well, he asked me that question yesterday, and uh, I know. But the thing is, but the thing is, Bulldog. We don't know. You know, it's one of two things. It's either that uh, Mike Bales, the goaltending coach, sees some fatigue in Lukanen mm-hmm. and thinks, all right, it's time time to put Comrie in, or Don Granado's playing a hunch. You know, that uh, Comrie's, that's that's the building he played in last Former year. Team. That's his team yeah. Yeah. and that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't know if which one it is, but it uh, could be a combination of both. I, I wonder if there I, – I, I know, I, I, I heard Granado – um, I don't know if it was from this morning. I, I didn't hear it, actually. I, I read it, him talking about how the guys, you know, Comrie works hard. The guys are, are excited to, for him to get back in there. And so, like, I hear that. One other possibility. So, so that like, hopefully that's right. One other possibility is that, you know, Lukanen has sort of asserted himself as their, as their go-to guy, as their number one guy, and he or they are worried that, 
it's the third game of this road trip. It's, you know, they've had a really, they've played a lot of hockey and that they could be in for like a sort of a, you know, a tough night, if you know what I mean. Yeah, this is seven games in 11 days, three games in four, and they're just about to the end of 13 games in 22 days. That arrives on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what, that's, you know, the fatigue factor too could be, could be part of it. And that's. Mark Mike Bales, you know he's he'd be the one that would convey that to Granado if that were the case. Where he for the goalie, yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the whole team too, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, like they they, they, they you know if 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 they want to like guard against Lukanen being put in a tough spot, uh, if if he's their guy, then maybe this is a spot to yeah. This know. could be a very tough spot, as as, as you mentioned. Uh, they didn't practice yesterday. They're not practicing on off days at all. I mean, right. and I, I wouldn't either. They, they, uh, they play much better when they're more, more fresh. I, for the 20 minutes to a half hour, you might have been on the ice, even though you'd like to work on your power play. That's what suffers the most with this no practicing, is the power play. But uh, it's just you're better off. Yeah, not yeah. not getting on the ice and, and 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 all right. Well, we'll we'll try to show them on film what they're doing wrong on the power play. I mean, yeah, it has one goal in six games, going one for fifteen, and it's two for twenty-four in the last eight games, and that's when this has all been going on when they can't get on the practice ice. Did you notice like, even even with this point about um, them not having practice time available to them because of the schedule? Um, you know, speaking of the power play, right, it's everybody knows they want to feed Thompson, right? And everybody knows that Washington wants to feed Ovechkin, but they, they find a way to make it work. But right now they, they haven't found a way there. It's It's been a little while and it's gone cold. Monday night at some point there, I don't know if it was second period uh, or earlier than that, I noticed Thompson out at the right point, and while they were sort of getting a gaining possession setting up right making a few passes he was like circling almost out of the zone and then coming in with speed and being fed the puck that that happened Mm -hmm. a couple of times on one power play and i thought well there's a reaction to you know everybody's just sitting on thompson they're squatting on on him and the one-timer so you got to try to find a different way and i thought that was a good idea i think it probably needs some honing i.e some practice time um but I think the idea would be sort of like sort of like you would set up your your best guy in basketball to like try to take somebody off the dribble like here he, he's not supposed to beat everyone but if he can make a play and make that first guy miss then maybe that opens up other guys for like two on ones down low and that kind of thing so I, I'm I'm wondering what they were thinking there but I'm I'm thinking that's it well the, <laughs> Granada was on our air with Jeremy and Joe earlier today. And one thing he talked about with Thompson is he hasn't been disappointed in his play at all because it's made him – he goes, what it makes him do when he's not scoring goals is try to figure out a way how else can I help the team. And what he's figured out is he's been doing some setting setting up other players, you know, drawing mm-hmm. the, the, the other team to him. Uh, the, the, the overtime goal, a good example, he set up um, – was it power the other night? Uh, yes, Coming, coming down the middle, you know, it's – it's. Uh, you well, know, he set he, up power for the overtime winner in Dallas, and then he set up Skinner, and he also made the pass to Paterka, who sent it to power for the third right. goal in St. Louis. Paterka, that was what I was thinking, the Paterka play yeah. off the bench. Um, so he's – that's making him effective there. So 
Yeah, he only has two goals lately, but he's starting. He's picking up points lately, and it doesn't matter. As far as I'm concerned, and I've always said this, it doesn't matter if you score goals or assist. If you're picking up points and you're you're contributing to the offense, what difference does it make? The puck's going in the net. I mean, he has two goals and six assists for eight points in, in, with points in five straight games. What I would do to, to fix the power play, quite simply, is put Victor Olison out there for a while. Just because now the other teams can't shade to Thompson. Because if you shade to Thompson, guess what? Number 71 is going to have the puck in the net faster than you can see where Tage Thompson is. Um, so, to me, I, even though Cousins has been doing very well, and I might even take Skinner off the power play for a little bit, not because he's doing anything wrong, but you, I, I think I'd rather have Cousins out there because he's been setting mm-hmm. the guys up pretty well and put him in the middle and just put put Thompson in one circle and Olsen in the other and have Darlene just, all right, which one, which one are you going to cover? Yeah. If, and if you take them both away, guess what? I'm scoring. I'm, I'm coming guessing, down the middle, yeah. and I'm scoring if you take them both away. I'm guessing they like Cousins in that role because he can, he like I'm talking about Thompson out high there uh, on Monday night, I think Cousins is a little more capable of, of, you know, like Olsen is there and like really, I don't think I really want him handling the puck too much. Feed him and hammer it, but that sort of limits your creativity maybe. I don't know if that's what they're thinking, but But it, um, you've got you've got as I said, you'd have Cousins in the middle, you'd have you'd have uh, Darlene at the point. And again, if it's they can't shade all three of them. Yeah. That's the right. thing. They either they can maybe take both sides away and then Darlene's coming down the middle. I mean, because they've taken both sides away, so now you've opened up the middle. If if you if you don't if you respect Darlene and take him away, then one of those two flanks is going to be open for him. Paul Hamilton on the Wester Hotline here on WGR. You'll hear a lot more from Paul coming up at the top of the hour as pregame will get rolling for tonight's eight o'clock uh, faceoff, a little after eight in Winnipeg for uh the sabers so you know paul you know what's fun i mean not not to sort of get away from the tactical stuff we've been talking about here um Mm. i mentioned this yesterday like if fans have gotten out of the habit of like just looking at the sabers stats at espn.com or nhl.com or sabers.com wherever you want to go they've got four guys that are over a point a game Mm-hmm. on the season so far, and Cousins is not far behind. They've got four 20-goal scorers already and are going to get to six when Darlene gets there. He's got 14 right now. Cousins is closer at 17. I mean, Paul, we all know, like, they're the highest-scoring team in the league, and so, like, we hear that and we say that. Looking at the stat sheet, which is something I used to do a lot more when we were on remote, for, you know, we were at 716 for home games. You know, we'd get the stat packs delivered and we'd sit there and look at them and make notes and whatever. And I still have them open all the time. I'm just reminding people, like, it's – I don't know what you get out of it other than just going, wow, that, that that's awesome. Like, it's just if, – if you're a person that likes looking at the league leaders and that sort of stuff, the Sabre stats themselves are, are pretty – they're almost breathtaking. Well, you know, I thought Tuck, who is – his career high was around 20 – I thought, you know what? I think he could get himself up to 25. Well, that's looking good. And raise your hand out there if you had on January 26th, Alex, Alex Tuck and Rasmus Dowling tied with Alex Ovechkin in scoring in the NHL. Because they are. Right. Tw- the three of them are 20th in the league uh, with, with 53 points. And, uh, you know, 
I, 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 yeah, I thought Tuck, there was more to come. I didn't think he'd be the 20th leading scorer in the NHL on January 26th. That, 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 I did not have that on my bingo card. Right. And, uh, <laughs> He has six straight games now with three goals and five assists in those six games where he has points. And this is not his first point streak of the year. I mean, he's had a couple of these now. And uh, he just keeps going and going. And who knows what the ceiling is, you know. Just like I didn't have 38 goals for Tage Thompson. I thought he, I thought there was more there than eight that he had scored. But I certainly didn't think it was 38. Right. That was last year's total. He's yeah. already got 33 this year, in case anyone, mm-hmm. didn't want anyone to get confused. Well, I'm uh, ready for 38 <laughs> now. I mean. <laughs> right, right, right. Hey, you know what? Back to him real quick. I, I, I was at the game Saturday and sitting way down low. Not that you needed to be sitting down low to notice this, but I, I happened to, to see, I was right across from the Sabres bench, um, and I texted you. During a TV timeout on Saturday, I noticed Thompson sort of, it looked like testing out one of his legs, like mm-hmm. just, just just skating around. You know, he wasn't taking a shift. It was just, you know, just I got to, you know, to make sure this is all right. And then he went back on the bench and he kept playing. He didn't miss any shifts. And um, I'm wondering, like, do we do we have any window into what's going on there? No, I've seen him do that more than once. It seems like he's flexing things a little bit, which leads me to believe maybe he's not 100% healthy. And mm-hmm. what I get is, and I understand that, Almost nobody's 100% healthy right now, you know. Yeah, I get that. You know, I I understand. <laughs> so that's, yep. you, you know, usually the answer. So um, I, so that could have been part of the problem as far as goals and that type of thing where, you know, he's been he's been tr- trying to just play through something because, I yeah, I've seen that too. And that was when you mentioned it, it wasn't even close to the first time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it might be something that bears watching. I mean, it, it might. It might be. Maybe he was cramping. Who knows? But um, something to keep an eye on. Um, Paul, how do you feel? Um, we talked a little bit yesterday. Mike and I did. Um, uh, I saw Pierre LeBrun on TV Tuesday night on TSN. You know the the insiders, and it's um, you know trade 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 deadline talk. And Timo Meyer from San Jose came up, and LeBron mentioned the Sabers, like mentioned the usual contenders, and then just at the end said, you know, another team to keep an eye on. The Sabers are making a push, and you know they they they. Uh, what I'm hearing is they want to be in on this. Um, in general, if you have an opinion on Meyer, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, like, w- would you think the time is right for Adams to 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 try to give them a push here? Or would you want to just protect, you know, they, they have a very good thing going with, with the guys they have and, like, the chemistry and all that. Um, I'm, I'm just wondering about, like, a potential trade market for them. They're not looking for a guy Jeff Skinner's age who can score goals and that type of thing. Meyer is the trade that he's been talking about, you know, right. or maybe a guy like Brock Besser who's, I think, 25, only has nine goals this year. But in the past, already in his career, has scored 29, 26, 23, and 23. So if they were interested in him, they'd have to do a little bit of investigating. All right, why are things down this year type yeah. of a thing? Um, but, the, you know, a, a guy that not only can help now, but is going to be part of the team when things really get rolling. And Timo Meyer is perfect for that. First of all, he's not a munchkin. 
That I mean, because six one two fifteen two twenty is a big, yeah. he's a big kid. Yeah. Yeah. So six one two twenty. They've got cap room. I mean, they they know where where a lot of these players are going to come out, but the cap I think will go up as as they go. The the thing that is the minus is right now because he's making ten million this year. That's not his cap number, but that's his qualifying offer for next year. Yeah, for next year is ten million. So. I think that if Adams were to make that deal and to give up assets to make that deal, he would have to know he can sign him. Right. And you know, and what, that what probably is, is that probably is Skinner's contract or yeah, close what is to the it. Number. Yeah. I I think you're looking at eight to nine million as a reasonable number for him as far as what it might take to sign him. I think even with signing power and Darlene and cousins and the rest of it, I still I think, especially if you get two three million extra on your cap, um, I think you you can you can fit that yep. in. Now, and you move you probably would move something out money wise. Maybe yeah, it wouldn't be substantial, well, I don't know but it, if it would be a huge amount, I'm thinking, what if they want Quinn? This is a player I'd say yes. Ooh. This is a player I would say yes to. If it's going to take Quinn. And a number two, even a number one, I would probably say yes to that. Um, there's not too many of their prospects, if I can get Timo Meyer and get him signed, that I would say no to. Uh, probably any of the three picks they made last year in the first round, mm-hmm. if, if that has to be the, the prospect, I would. Because you got to give them something good. Right. That's Savoy, to. Kulik, and uh, Osler yeah. are the three number ones. Yeah, from and last just year. just because I say that, I don't mean to say that Quinn's not a good player. I'm actually saying Quinn is a good player. Yeah, because the 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 San Jose Sharks would be interested in him for that. Maybe you know if if yep. he were the one to go there. So I am actually saying he, he is a good player. But what you're what this is what you're doing. Quinn is not guaranteed to be a good player in the NHL. I think he's going to be. I think he's trending to be, mm-hmm. but he hasn't made it yet. So you don't know. It's not guaranteed. Timo Meyer had 35 goals last year. He's got 28 goals in 49 games this year. You know what you're. You know you're getting a goal scorer. He's he's through his development. You know you're getting it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Quinn, we don't know yet. It's trending right. He looks good. He's got a great shot, but. That's the difference. You're taking, you're taking the guesswork out of it, right? And that's why I'd be willing if that's what it were to take, and I can get them, have them signed. If that's the prospect they would want, I would do it. Interesting, because I, I was thinking about this earlier, and I, I'm, I, well, you're not saying you're not reluctant to give up on Quinn or Paterka. I, I would reluctant sort of lump to them. give up on a lot of these guys, but right. if that's what it takes right. for a player. Yep. This is a player you know, This and this is a player also is good in his own end. He's not a one-trick pony. So, you know, you are not you don't have to worry about that. He was a ninth overall pick, you know, in, in 2015. So it's just, it's the known. You've mm-hmm. already gone through the development um, with him. And if you have to trade Quinn, you still got Paterka. You right. still got five first-round picks that you haven't even touched, that haven't even been to the Buffalo Sabers yet. Right. You know, I you know I haven't looked at San Jose's young goalies. I mean, in, instead of a number one pick, are they interested in the guy like Portillo? 
where they would have to know they could sign Portillo. Right, the rights to him, yeah. Right. The rights to him, because I think it's going to get to a point now where the Sabres are going to have to look to move to the, his rights. It or definitely sounds that nothing. way. Yeah, I don't think there's almost any chance he's going to end up here. Yeah. So, you know, is, is that something that the Sharks would be interested in? You know, and that, so, you know, there's there, there yep. are options here. Uh, we should mention. I don't think I don't know if either of us did. Meyer is 26 years old right now, so that you, you know you said he fits, and and that's mm-hmm. exactly right. Like he's he's established, but he's young enough to still be like you know you you give him a seven year contract uh, or eight years if he's your property when you do the contract, and I think you feel pretty decent about that right now. Yeah, uh, if Adam's program works, then he will be there in in prime of his career. When it's time, when when it's time for Adam's program to, you know, contend for a championship. Real quick on tonight, Paul. The the we just saw these two teams play in Buffalo two weeks ago tonight. Um, the Sabers had a I thought a decent night that night, but Hellebuck was ridiculous. Just everything stuck to him, and they fired thirty seven shots at him and could only beat him a couple times, and they lost the game. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess or I'm expecting him tonight. Um, I don't know if we know that or not, but, you know, that's maybe the best goalie in the league. So, you know, bear down. Yeah, maybe I looked it up wrong. I, th- I had 39 saves, which would have been 41 oh, shots. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know me. I, I, I trust could, you. I, 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 I might have just misread too. it myself. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought Buffalo was the better team that, that, that night, and they just lost to uh, one of the NHL's best goalies who stood on his head. And stole them two points. Absolutely stole them two points. And unfortunately, you know, Tyson Jost had tied the game for him, gotten one through, scored early in the third period, and there was a giveaway. And guess who's going in alone? Kyle Connor, their right. best guy. <laughs> Figures. So he's yeah. the guy that winds up with the breakaway on the giveaway, and he, uh, Lukanen, just kind of lunged forward and put himself out of the play, and it was an easy goal for Connor, and that was the game-winning goal. They got an empty netter after that, but uh, it was basically a one-goal game. So it was a good game for them. I thought they played well. I thought for the most part they were just a better team. They just had trouble solving, and they're not the first, and they won't be the last right, having trouble right. solving uh, Hellebuck. Right. All right, Paul, thanks a lot for this. I know you got a, a busy night ahead of you starting in about 40 minutes, but I appreciate you uh, making some time for me. Anytime. Enjoyed it. That's our Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline, and his appearance is brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. As mentioned, Paul coming up at the top of the hour with Brian Cozio to get you ready for the Sabres and the Winnipeg Jets. We'll take a timeout here, get you back into some football with our buddy Joe Ostrowski from BetQL. That's coming up right after this on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.